Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. I believe iron sharpens iron because it does. You know, you can't get sharpened by coal if you're iron. You need iron to sharpen you. So I believe a culture of people is a the foundation of where you're going to be at in life. If you have a good culture, then you have the, the foundation to build a beautiful, a beautiful house. Welcome to episode 54 of Beyond the Rut podcast, the weekly show about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. You just heard Eric Chaplin, founder of cultureofaction.com, which is also a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Brandon and I had a chance to sit down with Eric and have a very awesome conversation about his journey to become a better man each and every day for his sons and how he hopes to carry that on and, and inspire other people, other men to do the same. We're also going to talk with Eric about going for it with what you have on hand right now. Uh, we're going to talk about the power of mentors. We're going to talk about the power of failure and building habit with just 30 minutes of taking action every day. So check out this episode and then share it with your families, your friends, and that neighbor across the street. Here we go. Hey, Brandon, welcome back to your own show. How have you been this week? <laughs> I'm awesome, as always. Awesome. I, I, I had to say it that way because you know people are starting to think this is my show, my idea. I'm like, actually, it's Brandon's. I just help him out. And, and so, sure, blame me. Yeah, I blame you. In any case, we have our, our special guest I mentioned just a moment ago, Eric Chaplin. He's the founder and host of Culture of Action Podcast, which you can find on iTunes, Stitcher. And I think I just heard that you got it on Google Play Music. Eric, is that true? And hello. That is true, and hello, everybody. Awesome. <laughs> so you're in sunny California, my home state. How are things over there? It is. I mean, can't complain. It's Southern California. It's nice. I mean, it doesn't get too cold. It gets a little hot, but even our hot is not even that hot. So <laughs> it's consistently consistently nice out here. It's just, it's just it's very nice. It's beautiful. Can't complain much. Uh, I, I have a thing in the summer. I like to show Liv, my wife. The, the weather forecast in California when it's our hottest day here. So it was like 110 <laughs> degrees in Corpus Christi, Texas. And I was like, hey, check this out in my hometown of Marina, California. It's 65 and they call it a warm day. <laughs> She's like, I hate you and I hate your hometown. And uh, anyway. well, It's been pretty hot. up. It's been about 110 this summer. It's been, you know, hot this summer a little bit, but it's, it's cooling down. It's nice lately. Like last night was cool. It was like 68 night last wow. night. It was, just, oh, it was so nice. <laughs> That's and our, awesome. Our cool night was what, 85 last night? I think night? it was about 80, 85. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had about two weeks of that, and I was like, no, come on, weather, you need to change this up for me. I'm not liking this. And so the weather listened, and I respect that. The weather listened <laughs> to my request. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> Joking. Uh, now, another thing I like to do just to warm our audience up to you, Eric, is I, I love to hit all of our guests up with a, an icebreaker. And I know that on Culture of Action, you give away a, a book that you call the an author of action. So it's an author who writes about taking action because that's what your show is about. So and I love one of the books you're giving out. It was uh, The Power of Habit by, oh man, I forgot, Duhigg. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, Charles, Charles Duhigg. Charles Duhigg. And so the question I wanted to ask you is, if you had an opportunity to co-write a book 
with any of these authors that you're giving away, uh, which author would you pick and why? And what would the title be? I guess the first one on top of my head would be, uh, is it Adam Grant, the author of The Originals? Oh, oh wow. I don't know if you've heard of that book. Yeah, it would, I think that's his name, Adam Grant. It might be Andy Grant. But I, I like that book a lot. I like his knowledge and just, you know, he's just a very enlightened person. So I, would, I don't know what it would be called. I'll let him do all that. I would just be behind <laughs> him, kind of encouraging him to, to he's do like, it. He's like, just and, put my name on it. I'm yeah, cool with that. Exactly. That's, that's what I would do. Um, but no, I'm loving giving, you know, acknowledging authors of action because um, I think that's a great place for people to take action. I oh, love yeah. that. Now, what's the originals about? But it's just about people that that are original and how to how to find someone that is original. If you're original, like he's an example. Like if you keep your um, your internet browser the original on your computer, which is like for Mac users, it's Safari. If you kept that, then you're not as original as someone if they got their own. They went to like Chrome or something different. He he separates of people how to distinguish who's original and things and who's not and how to be original and how to know if you are. So it's a really, really good book. I don't want to give, it's not like there's a, you know, a spoil alert in the book, but (laughs) I don't want your audience. Some people, they don't want to know everything about a book and I don't have it in front of me where I can read the back. Um, You have it in my bedroom. I can go (laughs) walk around the corner to get it, but no, I think that's good. We'll we'll put, we'll link to it in the show notes and then people can go check it out. I'm assuming it's still available on Amazon and everything. Yeah, it just came out not that long ago, I believe. At least I just heard about it probably like four or six months ago. And I read and I was like, oh, my gosh. I just I read it like in four days. I was just I was glued to this book. Awesome. That's a good answer. Yeah. (laughs) And we'll definitely link that in the show notes so people can get a copy for themselves. I'll definitely get a copy for myself. And uh, it's very. It sounds very similar to what Jeff Goins talks about a lot. He, he's an author. I don't. Brandon, you I've may heard have heard of that him. guy. Okay, and uh, and he writes about you know there, there's a lot of principles that are you know tried and true, and they're principles for a reason. However, what the world hasn't heard is your unique view or your unique voice, and so we're even original in that respect. So right. yeah, yeah, cool. absolutely. And I think people forget that or neglect that part of themselves that they're absolutely original in their own way. And everyone from artists like Prince to anybody, they're just being them. And people just happen to like who they are originally. And people don't give themselves enough credit to be original and do what they desire to do and how they want to do it and grow in themselves. So I agree with that 100% what you just said, Jerry. Right. Thank you. <laughs> it's so true that there, you, we talk about these greats like Prince and, you know, you, you've got all these individuals that we all look upon. It's like, look at what gift they've given to the world. And if everybody realized they had that same gift, you know, it's, it's similar gift, I guess, not, not exactly the same, but we need that gift too. We need you to, to practice and to utilize and to give your gift to the world. Otherwise we're missing out on something. I agree. That's why, that's why it's so, it's so critical to have people around you that have different strengths than you, because we all sharpen each other. And I, I guess that's a great kind of segue into your website and your podcast. It's all about, you know, just what can you do? What gets you out of bed in the morning? And uh, that's kind of my first question is for you, Eric, just what gets you out of bed in the morning? What drives you to, to do this podcast and do this website in general? For a while, what got me out of bed was the naysayers, people saying that, hey, you can't do that, Eric. And I used to let that be my fuel. And then after some counseling and stuff, it, you know, I learned that it's, that's not the best fuel to have. It's really not. It, it, it's not because it is, it's not positive. You're kind of trying to show somebody what you can do. And then it kind of becomes this egotistical and kind of arrogant approach in who you are instead of just being you. 
So what gets me out of bed is, is learning more about me every day. Like I wake up and I have a struggle with my son and it's like, man, I'm not, I, I don't know what to do here. But as long as I keep growing, as I keep on doing what I want to do and going towards that goal that I have is what gets me out because I'm, or gets me out of bed because I'm one step closer each day. Right. I love that. You can't really do something out of spite for very long. It's a good way to kind of get you started, but you're right. You can't go long-term in a negative way. It's not going to propel you to, to greatness. You're going to have to have a positive reason for what you're doing. I love the fact that, you know, you talk about your son. How old's your son now? He just turned six. Just turned six. Oh, wow. Awesome. I was thinking he was either five or six, but I couldn't remember what you had said last time on one of the podcasts. I think you mentioned him or, or somewhere. So one of the things I think probably, and I don't want to put words into your mouth that probably drives you to be the way you are, but then also to, to get it into the podcast and stuff is, is that legacy you're leaving for him? So he's going to grow up seeing a dad that lives this way, doesn't just talk about this way. Absolutely. You know, I didn't have a father figure at all in my life and that really affected me. You know, growing up as a, as a youth, I got into things that I should not have gotten into. And when I had my son, I realized like, wow, like he's looking to me for all these answers. And I <laughs> don't have the answers to him because I didn't, I didn't have a role model. And so I kind of, you know, when I was about 27, I'm 30 now, I kind of made it a point like I will become a better me because if I'm a better me, my son would be a better man by the time he's my age. And so that I am very driven by my son. He is my mirror. He is the reason why I, I do a lot, why my podcast has started, why I have reached the level of success that I have is because it's my son. I see him. It's like he's going to be a man one day. And I don't want him to be a confused man at 25 like I was trying to figure out what's going on or be a child man, so to speak, like right. I was at 25. Right. And that, that's so needed because we've got enough guys that think that, well, you're supposed to drink a lot and, and just be that macho man that kind of bosses women around or, you know, wins at sports or whatever it is to be a man. And, and you're being able to do this podcast is teaching him there's another way. There's another way to make a huge impact on the world, but it doesn't involve all those television or movies kind of uh, definitions of men. And so he's going to have a whole new definition. That's awesome. Yeah, that's my goal. Yeah, you're right. People, people resort to the bottle. They resort to things. They resort to anger instead of looking at themselves. If my son can see, hey, hey, dad is looking at himself. Dad is, he used to be like that, but now look at him. I'm, I'm always going to take responsibility for what I've done as a father to my son. I have not been the father, the best father at times, but I am getting better and I will consistently be there for my son. And I think that alone, just being there and showing him that I'm willing to grow and take responsibility will give him an insight of, of a man that I never got and that is much needed in our society. I think that's one of the things that uh, drove me to the podcast originally whenever uh, Jerry had mentioned you. And, and some of the things you talk about are the failures that you've had, but how they're your fault. You know, maybe not all of them, but taking responsibility for the things you've done wrong, but then using that as fuel to change and, and learning from those kind of things. So talk a little bit about some of the things that and how long have you been doing the podcast now? And, and what are some of the things that maybe either failed or just you struggled with in the very beginning? Well, I've been doing the podcast since July 7th of this year. Um, <laughs> I didn't expect this podcast to, I mean, you know, you have, you have desires. You start something, you're like, well, everyone's going to like it. You, you expect <laughs> it to be something great. And when the podcast, you know, after the first week I had, I think the first weekend I had over 2000 downloads. It was like, no, it was about 1400. It was, the, it was the two weeks after I was like, what, what is going on here? I'm onto something. And so it's been about, you know, two months now. I would say in about two days would be two months. And I've been learning a lot. I've been learning how to be myself behind a mic. 
I've been learning, you know, audio stuff. A lot of failures have, uh, in a year, a lot, I'm going to be talking about all the action I took to get this podcast to where it's at because I had to, you know, I'm living it by example, telling people, hey, take action. But I'm also showing them, hey, there's mistakes I'm making in this podcast. Like I'm saying things I probably shouldn't be saying. I'm learning how to use my voice (laughs) and I'm, you know what I mean? It's a growing experience, but unless I do that, I'm not going to get any better. You know, the greats weren't great because at birth they could paint. The greats were great because they paint a lot. Right. And that's it, that, that goes for anything. We just keep on doing it. We're only going to get better. So I've had tons of failures in this podcast, audio to things I said to, yeah, yeah. So, so what made you start the podcast? I actually have a client. He owns a couple of restaurants and I met him a while ago at a Starbucks. And I had this feeling. I, I talked to him. He sat down next to me. He was well-dressed, very intimidating for me. He was younger than me, but he had an inherent inheritance of like millions of dollars, like $50 million. And for the last three years, he's owned a restaurant and he's been just putting all his inheritance into the restaurant. It's been not profitable. He's been saying, it's, it's not profitable at all. I don't know what to do. And so I leave, I get in my truck and I, I, I think, I don't, know, I don't really think, but I feel, I know I can help this guy. I just knew I could. I don't know how to explain it, but I knew I could. I end up driving a couple blocks and then just end up turning my truck around, go back to the podcast or go back to the podcast, go back to Starbucks <laughs> and uh, confront him in a meeting. He's with some other gentleman. And I said, Hey, Todd, I said, I know I can help you. I don't know how, but if you give me the opportunity, I promise you I can make your business more profitable. And he took my number and he texted me that night. But when I left giving him my number, I was like a, I was like a school kid. Like I was so nervous. Like I, I asked someone out. As if I just asked the girl out for the first time, I was so nervous. My, you know, like my hands were sweaty. I was, I was just all nervous. And he, he we ended up making a contract and his business has been great. We did another year contract after four months of working together. And after the four months, he said, Eric, why don't you do a podcast? And I was like, podcast? We talk about podcast. He's like, I'm very, I'm a very stubborn man. If you can do this for me, I believe you can do it for a lot of other people in the world. He's like, I listen to podcasts all the time. He's like, you should create a culture of people to do this. And so we were sitting there talking and culture of action came out and I just, I, I did it. And I came up, I told him, I said, Hey, if you, if you sponsor me, I was joking. I will do it. He's like, all right, I'll sponsor. I'll I'll help you. I'll help you in any way I can. I'll get you equipment. And so I just happened to have all the equipment as a musician, you know, in my earlier days as a, you know, my twenties, I had, I record and did all this stuff. So I had all the equipment, didn't need it, but I kind of, he kind of encouraged me and that's how it came into thing into fruition. I got a logo made out of what my mind's eye saw and boom. So you didn't really even listen to podcast or did you even know what a podcast was when he said that? I knew what a podcast was. My mentor actually planted a seed about three months, three, no, probably about four months before Todd did said, Hey, um, he said, uh, you know, that's a lot of podcasts, right? You, you may want to listen to a couple so you uh, you had a mentor and he kind of told you, hey, go listen to a couple of these podcasts and, and, and you were listening to those. Obviously, none of them were beyond the rut because you would have stuck with that. But uh, as you were listening to these podcasts, you started to get the idea, wait, I could do this. Actually, no, he didn't recommend any. He just kind of planted a seed like, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts for like knowledge and stuff, Eric. And I kind of like it was the end of our, our meeting, our, you know, our, our conversation. And I kind of took it with me. It's like, oh, podcast. And I. I clicked on a couple that were like the first ones and I was like, ah, whatever. And I just put on some music that I like. And then Todd mentioned it and it was just like, it just made sense. You know, if that yeah. seed wasn't planted before and then Todd kind of has supported me, I told my mentor, he's like, what? And so 
it's just been this cool growing process of evolution of me doing this podcast that I have no experience at all in doing. And you're a one man show. There's nobody else working with you or. I'm a one man show. That's I know awesome. it's just me. I, I'm, I'm learning to be very flexible though. I'm not against having people on it. I, I'm, I'm going with what the audience wants. And right now my audience is wanting certain things, you know, they've been e- emailing me. And so I've been kind of figuring out what they want and, and going with that. I'm trying to be very open to this, to what this podcast can do and what it brings for uh, the audience. Well, I think as, as our listeners uh, click on it and, and start to listen to it, they're going to really enjoy the fact that it's about, it's usually between 10 and 15 minutes. It's pretty quick. And, and it, it, it's kind of a, and I, I live and work about 15, 20 minutes away from each other so I can listen to it on my way home. And, and, you know, you get that little burst of knowledge and energy in, in a pretty quick bite. You don't have to listen to a long podcast. So I, I love the format that you use there too. Yeah, I, I thought it'd be beneficial. Some of my new ones coming out, they're like 30 minutes long. So you may have to have two, dri- you may have to listen to it twice on the drive, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, but I'm just going with the flow. I'm just trying to figure out who, you know, learn who I am behind a mic. It's not easy talking behind a mic into people. You don't know who's receiving it. You're, you, you know, you try to say certain things. You don't know if they're going to be offended. At least for me, I'm trying to figure out, you know, my voice, quote unquote, of who I am. And I don't think it would be possible if I didn't have certain failures in my life, though, before this podcast. There's not many with this podcast, but uh, you want to talk about failure. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for failures because I've learned and I keep on going. It is it is taking me to where I'm at now beyond the rut. And and that's what that's what really made us want to have you on the show is because you could have just kept going along, you know, with your job and, and not doing a podcast and not getting out of that comfort zone and seeing if this would work or not. And then, like you said, you're even on a regular basis trying to stay out of that comfort zone and not say, okay, this is my podcast. It's in a box. You're never going to change it. It's going to change every, every week, every day, depending on, you know, what you decide is your voice behind the mic. And for me, that's what the message is for our listeners is you're never going to get there. You're just going to have to stay out of that comfort zone and keep moving towards whatever it is you know ultimately god has for you and what you're what you're supposed to do to impact the world stay with us we'll be right back and now let's talk about how you can use cap show to repurpose and market your content if you have a business like me you can upload your cornerstone long-form content like podcast episodes or youtube videos into cap show and it will create all your content marketing assets for you and here's the coolest part CapShow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash CapShow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. Yeah, I agree. I have this thing I say um, that I use for a lot of people as I say, small steps make success. It's not about having it all right now. It's having one, being one little step closer and one little step closer each day, each hour, each whatever you need, whether it's a week, you know, at least little steps right. are, are big. And that's why I gave away the book, The Power of a Habit, because people don't are not aware of their habits at time and not aware that the habits that they have may not be beneficial or productive for them and their goals that they desire and the life they desire to live. So I agree with that one small step. You, you, you can't, you can't expect to have it all in one bite. You got to take nibbles 
sometimes. And as you get that momentum and as you keep on going and as you get a feeling, as you gain confidence and self-esteem, that, that small step is going to become an avalanche of just beauty of greatness of success of whatever you have driven to be what you want. So what would you say to the listener that's thinking, yeah, but you had some advantages, you know, you, you had this guy that said he would sponsor you. And so, you know, you probably had the money and the setup and the knowledge and all of that. They're listening to this thinking you probably knew what you were doing. So, so what are, what are some of the ways that you could combat that argument of having the advantage of being a successful podcaster really quickly in this world? I don't think it's a matter of just successful podcasting. I mean, I have, my advantages have been, I've had no advantages. I come from a, a drug and alcohol abuse family. My mom, um, very abusive, had no dad. So it's not a matter of, of, of advantages I look at. I think if, when people look at something as an advantage, they're looking at a reason why they can't get up and why they can't do something and make it happen. So an advantage is, yeah, I had someone willing to sponsor me. I didn't even take Todd's sponsorship. I just took his information and his support. I asked him for more of the support. I asked him for his critical, um, or not critical, constructive criticism to help me grow as a podcaster because he was into podcasting. He knew what it was about. But advantages, I don't believe I have any more than the next person. I believe I just have more of a drive. And I believe if people really want something deep down, they just have to make their minds up. Say, hey, you know what? Regardless of the hands of the cards that I would, I was dealt in this game, I'm going to make the most of it. If I got a bluff, I'm going to bluff. I'm going to make what I got, what I desire. I'm going to keep on trying. I'm not going to give up. I believe persistence beats resistance any day of the week. I love it. And I think the key thing that I, I just drew from what you were telling us, uh, not just this moment, but throughout the whole conversation we've been having is that you took off with the hand you were dealt. So you, you already had the equipment. You already had experience in recording. Where I'm going with this is that uh, Brandon and I had a pastor, well, would say that everything you need to go pursue your dream, you already have in your possession right now. The, the trick is being motivated enough to look at that stuff with a different set of eyes and doing something different with it to go have different results. And, and your life story is that you, you got dealt a rough hand in life, but then you looked around, you, you made impact on people's lives. And then, you know, a couple of guys said, Hey, go do this, go help other people change their lives. And you went with what you already had on hand and, and rolled forward. And I just, I don't we even have to yeah. <laughs> we, we can't, fo- we can't focus on our circumstances. We just can't, because when we do, we naturally, we focus on the negative. You know, yeah. your, your, your significant other can say, you know, I love you five times. And then they say one negative thing to you. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to remember that negative. Right. It's just how our brain works. So if we focus on that negative, it's only going to keep us negative and down. We got to say, Hey, yeah, this is what's going on, but we got to breathe, step back and say, I'm not going to let this control me. I'm not going to let this dictate my situation. I'm going to make gold out of this. Love it. That's really good. And you know, you, what you focus on, you multiply. So if, like you said, you focus on the negative, you're going to multiply that. And what you chose to do is say, well, I've got a couple of things like the equipment. I used to be a musician, so I know how to do a couple of these things. Focus on those positives. And next thing you know, you've got a podcast. Of, so what would you say is your main focus now? The podcast, the website, both? Is it, it's building a community, right? Yeah, building a culture of people is really what I'm, tr- I'm aiming for is, is a culture of people that will empower and lift up each other. Like, hey, I'm there for you. I, I believe iron sharpens iron um, because it does. You know, you can't get sharpened by coal if you're iron. You need iron to sharpen you. So I believe a culture of people is a the foundation of where you're going to be at in life. If you have a 
good culture, then you have the, the foundation to build a beautiful, a beautiful house. Not a mansion. Not a, It doesn't need to be huge. It just needs to be solid, firm, and there. It doesn't, you know, if you don't have a, if you have a toxic culture, that, that's, that's going to, that's going to sway here and there. It's just, Right. A culture, a culture is is very critical for me and for people that desire to change their lives. I believe personally, from my experiences, I've been with cultures that have been toxic and have got me in and out of places I should not have been. And I'm in. I, I've been luckily to have people around me to support me the 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 last ten years. I can say to have a culture of positivity and to build me up. And when I'm when I'm down and crying or when I'm just not feeling it, they remind me who I am. That's so important and really such a great message for our country today. It's like we have so many cultures right now that are struggling because of the, the you know, like you were saying, not having a father or mom in the house or whatever's going on. And you took that and said, you know what, I'm going to build my own culture of action. I'm not going to just sit around and focus on the fact that I don't have some things that maybe it would have been easier if my dad had been around or my mom had been this or been that, but I'm going to build my own culture. And I think if more people took that approach and said, you know, I'm going to change my own life. I'm not going to wait around for somebody else to do it. Then they, there would be more success in this world. Absolutely. There'd be a lot more success, but it, I think a lot of people focus on, on, you know, it's, we try to numb things. We, we, right. we try to get away from, from what's really going on, the pain, especially men, men. I mean, right. I've, I've learned in my experience with clients that around the age of 18, before age of 18, I can work with a young man. I can get him to believe in himself, but it's around the age of 18, a man feels like they become a man and they have to be strong and they can't, they can't be weak because if you're weak, then you're vulnerable. And if you're vulnerable, you can get taken advantage of. Men, men are, men are very critical, are, are very critical in our society. You know, right. if we have just good men around, around and solid men not resorting to bottles, not resorting to, to, to other things to numb their pain. If they're trying to numb it, it's not going to get them anywhere. It's just really not, you're, you're not going to, no one's going to come to save you. You got to say, Hey, I'm going to do this myself and I got to get up and I got to make this happen. And it's not practical. It's not ideal. It's not fun. It's going to be hard. Well, you're absolutely right. And I don't think it's a a man versus woman thing because obviously women are, are critical. But like you said, men are so critical that, that if you eliminated the, the issues that men have with just what you were talking about, you eliminate so many things, you know, teen pregnancy, divorce, you know, child abuse, you, you eliminate so many things by just getting the men to act right and to follow a, a culture of success rather than a culture of just blame and excuses and not taking responsibility for things this world would be completely turned around in a day if men just got all on that same page i agree and you're right it's not again it's not it's not men versus women but women are more willing to grow in counseling and things like that i've learned right. men are more prideful and they, they don't want someone telling them what's wrong with them which is not always good right we, we need to have someone tell us hey you're doing this and that's not okay yeah but but there's but there's hope you can grow. You don't have to be like that forever. You don't have to be that person forever. You can be better. You can be who you've always wanted to be. You just need to take small steps because small steps make success. Eric has a an episode on his show, Culture of Action, where he talks about uh, the highway of high fives. It was a day, I think you, you hinted at it earlier in this uh, conversation, where you were just having a rough morning with your son and it was spiraling out. And all the things that were leading you to having that 
morning spiral out of control was you holding onto your pride, you holding onto your position as the dad, I set the rules. And it was like, the more you held onto that, the worse it got. And then in the end, what was amazing to me, and I've, I've known this for a long time and, and Brandon's helped coach me through this and, and help notice uh, other men notice this as well, that what got you through that morning and helped you win that day was that you let go of the pride. You made yourself humble and you made yourself what your son needed from you, not what you felt you needed to be. Tell us, all of us who are listening right now, more about how important that vulnerability plays into being a better father, being a better man, and where humility has uh, a role in that as well. Well, it, it plays a big role. You know, this is something I continuously struggle with. You know, with the lack of a father, I don't, I don't, ha- I never had, or I hadn't had a good role model. I have good role models that are fathers around me that kind of tell me, Eric, what's going on? You know. But for my son, you know, doing that was just when you're raising a son, at least for me, when, when I'm raising my son, I'm trying, there's a lot of fear that comes involved. And when you're not aware of those fears, you start reacting to those and not, you're not being aware. Like my son did something and I react to it, but it was a fear that he wasn't going to be this man that I desire him to be. But it's like, he's five years old. Like, <laughs> yeah. Come on. Like yeah. when I, when, you know, hindsight is 2020. So when I step back and look at it, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Well, I am so embarrassed. What is going on here? But as soon as I was open to just loving my son and open, open to the, the, the failures of the day and not holding on to, you know, expectation that I had from him, it was able, once I released that, I mean, I cry when I talk, when I was recording that podcast, I was, I almost started crying because it was, oh, it was so hard for me to tell people that, but not only that, but to think about where I've come, like, wow. To think about me and my son high-fiving and the positives that he was giving me was like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> look at where I'm at. Like, some people would say, Eric, well, you reacted. You, you were yelling at your son. Yeah, I was. I was not the best father at those times and at that moment. But I turned it around. Two years ago, I may not have been able to do that. But mm. now I was able to turn it around. And I'm my son has given me positives that I didn't even think were possible. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> There's so much in, in kids, you know, childs are so, there's, uh, uh, I don't know if I answered your question, Jerry, sorry. I, it was amazing. Yeah. Cause I was, I'd been there and it, for me, it's just in the last two, three, maybe four years, I've started to come around and realize, you know, where I was being headstrong. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I'll, I'm not going to lie. I, I got choked up and I was teary eyed when I listened to that episode. And I even went on your website and I left a comment in that episode's show notes and I was just like, man, this, yeah, we got to have Eric on. <laughs> I remember that episode. And I don't think you could be a dad for more than a couple of years, maybe, maybe three or four years and not identify with the situation you've been in, in that exact same situation mm-hmm. where you've just been so right that you totally ruined the whole day because of your, your headstrong, you know, not being humble. Yeah, so- and, and I think, I think men just need to, you know, it's okay. It's okay that we don't have it all together. It's yeah. okay that we're not, we're not, we're, we're still learning. Parenting is oh, yeah. difficult. Oh, I, yeah. it is not fun at times. I look at myself, I'm like, dude, don't, not even today, dude. Don't even start today. <laughs> yeah. I'm not for it. It's just, it's difficult. You're trying to raise this little person and it's, but it's beautiful too. So oh, I'm man. not just saying that it's a beauty, but it's this, it's just this learning process. And for most men, they don't, they, they, they can relate, but they got to be able to lay themselves their pride down and say, you know what? What am I doing this for? What's the long run? You know, a year, look at me for two years, just a two year difference, how I've grown. And it's like, people wouldn't hold on to that, but those little small steps have made me a successful dad just since then. 
Brandon probably doesn't realize this, but you have at the end of every episode a call to action to go out and take 30 minutes to take action towards something, whether it's your dream or a mini step to get closer to your dream. And I've actually applied that recently. So I've been hitting Brandon up with like these daily challenges. And, and just Thanks a lot, Eric. <laughs> and and they, they typically come after I've listened to an episode of Culture of Action. And then I'll, I'll message Brandon oh, through Slack. And I'm like, hey, Brandon, today's challenge, because part of his role as the founder of the show is to build our connection with our audience. And so it'll be like, go email somebody who's listening to us that we know for a fact is on our mailing list and he'll go do it and he'll send me a copy of it. And then the next day it's like, all right, go tweet directly to five of our Twitter followers, but say something specific. Don't just say, Hey, thanks for the follow, but you know, go out and say, Hey, I, I saw this post that you shared, loved it. And then, you know, retweet the share. So he's been doing that. And, and just in the last two weeks, I've been noticing a lot more traction with our audience and, and success with the impact we've wanted to have with, with uh, the people we're trying to reach. I, don't I thought you were just being original. I didn't know you stole that. Nope. Uh, well, I was inspired by uh, Eric here. I love it. <laughs> so I don't really have a question with that, Eric. I just wanted to share that with you. And, That's cool. And so just right here on this show, I mean, you've, you've impacted a couple of guys who are hopefully in turn impacting other people yeah. just by calling us out and saying, take 30 minutes and go do something. Yeah, can I let you guys know why I do the action challenge? Yes, please. It's because a lot of people get information. You know, since I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, I've been I've been seeing that there's a lot of information. We live in an information era. Like our time is, we have information. We can get information from our phone right now. So I provide people with information, but I want them. I don't want just information to go in one ear out the other. I want them to apply what they're learning or apply something. I don't care what it is because if you start taking an action, it starts becoming a habit. And in that habit, they're going to start getting the results they want. They're going to they're going to start being happier in some way, some form, you know, as they do it. And I so I wanted to let people know, like, hey, go do something. Just don't hear what I'm saying because, yeah, you may get goosebumps or you may you may tear up like I tear up when I, when I have an episode. But go apply it. Go do something. That's the only way you're going to get results. I love that because the the action that you have people take doesn't involve you. It's not about your website. It's not about a uh, self-promotion. It's about go impact wherever you are. And if that's, you know, Texas or it's, you know, Idaho or wherever it is, just go make that impact. And I, I think for me listening to that, now I see the connection with Jerry doing that to me. But <laughs> it's like, now I, I see the, the real benefit to it because like you said, we've all read books. We've all listened to some great podcasts and thought, oh, that's great. And then you walk out and you just kind of move on with your life. But to, to put some of that into action just changes the whole method of what you're delivering to people. Yeah. And it gets that ball rolling. It, it starts a spark. And if that spark becomes a flame, woo, you better watch out because I know people are more powerful than they may realize at times. And that flame will just set, woo, have a course that you can't handle. And that's what I want people to do is have a flame within themselves, burn it and take an action. It just, it's not about me. There you and go. as much as I want to say, oh, yeah, come come do this or, you know, subscribe or do It's not about me. Yeah. It's really about empowering people to take action. I believe in people. I really do. I believe people are more powerful than they may realize at times. So, and that's why we started this podcast, because people have more in them than they believe. And they just don't take action on that. So what's next for you, Eric? What can we look forward to? Uh, well, with the podcast, I'm doing this thing called Action Advice right now. It's because a lot of people, I have like 1,200 plus emails of people saying, Eric, what do I do? Like, I, you know, like I give them the action challenge, but they're in a certain situation. They don't know how to take action to get out of. 
And so once a week, I'm going to be reading about four emails and responding with some advice. I'm not a licensed therapist. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not prescribing you anything, but I'm just saying, here's advice. Here's advice. Take it or leave it. Take the meat and throw out the bones. Right. And I'm hoping that other people may be able to relate to it, even the ones that didn't email me. That's awesome. So that's what's next for the podcast. Next for me, just keep on growing as a man. Keep on becoming a better father. You know, I have a, I have a six-year-old and I have almost a one-year-old. And they wow. are two boys. Two yeah. boys. Awesome. I'm done. Two boys. That's no more. <laughs> I'm good with boys. Yeah. I don't know if I can handle girls. I'm not the most sensitive at times. And at least not right now in my stage of my life. So got to keep on growing. Got to keep on doing what I'm doing. And um, doing some other um, speaking arrangements this year in November and December. I'll be doing some speaking engagements. Fantastic. And so if you want to get onto Eric's email list, if you want to be a subscriber to a show, he is on iTunes. He's on Stitcher. He's on Google Play Music. Just look up Culture of Action. He also has a website, cultureofaction.com. And he's giving away stickers. I think you're still giving away stickers. And he gives away a book. And it's part of his Authors of Action momentum. And any final words you want to leave our audience with, Eric? You can do it. That's it. You can do it wherever you're at in life, regardless of what rut you're stuck in, regardless of what you're surrounded by, the ugliness or the negativity, you can get out of it. You really can. Don't listen to what people are saying about you or what you're telling yourself. Don't don't believe what you're telling yourself at times because it may not be true. Focus on what you want to do and get out and make it happen and get people around you to support you and love you for you. I want to thank you for tuning in on this episode of Beyond the Rut Podcast. The best way you can support our show is to simply share this episode with somebody you feel will get a lot of benefit from it. Just send them the link, beyondtherut.com slash 054. And then tell them this is the show notes and all the links that they talk about are right there, including the episode. There you have it. Thank you so much and we'll catch you on the next episode. Would be the first. That's fine. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> no, I'm kidding. Okay, we just watched High School Musical at home, so uh, <laughs> yeah, awesome. The, the Sharpay Evans. <laughs> okay. Young kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Jacob, actually, my son, my 15 year old. He's the one who wanted to watch it. He's Mister like Macho Man baseball player, and then he he saw High School Musical two show up on TV. He's like, no way. And he just starts singing along. And I'm like, this is so cool. Like I'm old. I watched yeah. the blues brothers this morning. Uh, so. There you go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. In three, two, one. You know, the best thing I love about cap show is that they have one of the best communities ever as a cap show and myself. I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Capshow team today and join me inside that community.